It's Friday, June 30th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Colleges across the country will be forced to stop considering race and admissions under Thursday's Supreme Court ruling, ending affirmative action policies that date back decades. Schools that have relied on race-conscious admissions policies to build diversity will have to rethink how they admit students. The impact of the decision will be felt most strongly at the nation's most selective colleges, which have been more likely to consider race as one of the many factors in admissions. But some less selective universities also consider race, and hundreds of colleges may need to adjust their admission systems in response to the decision. Within hours of the decision, activists and some Democrats in Congress were urging colleges to abandon the policy. President Biden also weighed in, saying he's asking the Education Department to examine legacy preferences and other practices that expand privilege instead of opportunity. In other news, the direct flow of this round of smoke from Canadian wildfires has largely been cut off as of Thursday evening, though experts warn that this latest bout is unlikely to be the last. Code red conditions are expected to continue today in western New York, while code orange is forecast for Washington, D.C. and much of the Great Lakes, Northeast and Mid-Atlantic. A historically intense wildfire season shows no signs of abating in Canada, and this week, some patches of the United States have experienced conditions unhealthy to anyone venturing outside in regions not accustomed to such hazards. Out-of-control fires could continue to send plumes south and eastward for weeks to come. Code red conditions are expected to continue in much of western New York and probably adjacent Canada, especially nearer any fire sources. Around the world, protesters erected barricades, lit fires, and shot fireworks at police who responded with tear gas and water cannons in French streets overnight as tensions grew over the deadly police shooting of a 17-year-old that has shocked the nation. More than 600 people were arrested and at least 200 police officers injured as the government struggled to restore order on a third night of unrest. Armored police vehicles rammed through the charred remains of cars that had been flipped and set ablaze in the northwestern Paris suburb of Nanterre, where a police officer shot the teen identified only by his first name, Nahel. On the other side of Paris, protesters lit a fire at the city hall of the suburbs of Clichy-sous-Bois and set a bus depot ablaze in Abervilliers. Back in the U.S., damaging straight-line winds plunged about half the city of Springfield, Illinois into darkness Thursday afternoon, felling tree limbs and power lines in the process. According to city water, light, and power officials, outages and damages stemming from the brief but intense storm have been reported throughout the city. CWLP spokeswoman Amber Sabine said that hundreds of separate outages have been reported throughout its coverage area, leaving more than 33,000 customers without power, with hundreds of power lines being reported down. Meanwhile, strong storms packing wind gusts as high as 70 miles per hour buffeted Indiana, cutting power to more than 400,000 customers at times. The National Weather Service said it measured a 70-mile-per-hour wind gust near Indianapolis International Airport at 3.47 in the afternoon. And former Vice President Mike Pence made a surprise trip to Ukraine on Thursday, where he met with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky and sought to reinforce his support for the country in its war with Russia. 
We need to make sure that we provide the Ukrainian military what they need to push back on and defeat Russian aggression here, Pence told reporters. We'll make it clear to Russia, to China, and any other nations in the world that would seek to redraw international lines by force that the free world will not stand for it. The free world will stand together for freedom, and it's my great honor to help deliver that message here in Ukraine today," he said. Mr. Pence's visit comes as he sought to distinguish himself from former President Donald Trump and other 2024 GOP presidential rivals by emphasizing his support for continued U.S. military aid to Ukraine amid the country's ongoing war with Russia. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.